Hello and welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy, and today we are talking about what is your focus? Hey everyone, how are you all doing today? Welcome to episode 110. And for this episode today, I have decided to be vulnerable in front of all of you, which means I am opening myself up for all of you to judge me, okay? And that's fine because I feel like there's such an important lesson that I have learned that I want to share with you. All of the tools and concepts that I coach on and talk about in my programs, you guys, I use them every single day in my own life. So that's why I love what I teach so much because I know that it works and it has made my life so much better than I could have ever imagined. Okay, and life still definitely happens, but I am able to empower myself so that I can feel better from day to day. So I'm actually going to tell you a story from my life that happened this weekend. I am not proud of this story, but I recognize that there is a really good lesson to share from my experience. So some of the best lessons we can learn in life are from watching others and seeing their own experiences so that you don't have to go through that lesson yourself. I remember growing up and one of my older brothers was caught smoking by my parents. And I saw how upset my brother was and how upset my parents were. And then the next morning I woke up and my brother's car was gone. And I was like, where did his car go? Because it was usually parked in the driveway. And I asked my dad and my dad was like, I sold it last night. He just totally sold my brother's car instantaneously. Okay. Cause he got caught smoking. So the message to me was very loud and clear. And I was like, oh, if I wanna drive when I turn 16 and have a car, then I can't smoke. So that was an expectation in my family that if you were given the privilege of having a car, then you didn't do drugs. And I couldn't wait to drive, like that just meant freedom for me. So that wasn't a lesson I had to go through personally, but I was able to learn just from watching my brother. Thank you, older brother, for teaching me many more lessons than that one, so I didn't have to go through them myself. So this is a lesson that I went through myself to hopefully help you guys learn from my mistake. So that being said, let's <laughs> let's get into the story, okay? So this weekend, my oldest son and my husband went camping and I stayed home with my three younger kids. And on Saturday, I took the three kids to a birthday party for most of the day. And when we returned home from the birthday party, my husband and my oldest boy were in the driveway folding up their camping tarps. I just pulled to the side of the road and waited for them to finish folding their tarps so I could pull into my spot on the driveway. And I was tired. <laughs> the birthday party was a long birthday party and I didn't wanna come back out and move my car again. So I just decided that once I was inside, I wanted to stay there. And so I would just wait for my parking spot to open up and pull it in rather than park it and then have to come back out later. As I was waiting for the driveway to be cleared, I told the kids, you know, you guys just go ahead and grab your things and go ahead and get out of the car and head on inside. Just take your stuff and you guys can go inside and chill. So my girls hopped out of the car and then my youngest, who is six, He's not like 
super fast. So he took his time grabbing his stuff, getting out of the car. Plus he was playing with all the little new toys that he got in his goodie bag from the birthday party. So he was very focused on those things. But eventually he hopped out of the car with all his little things in his arms, but he didn't shut the door behind me that he used to get out. The passenger side door on my driver's side, that was the door that he left open. And I fought this internal battle of, do I ask him to shut the door? And if I do, will he come back and drop all this stuff? And then I'll have to help him pick it up and shut the door. And so I just decided that I would let him go ahead and that I would shut the door after I pulled in. And so my brain was completely focused on this door that had been left open and what I should do about it. I watched my son walk around the front of the car and do what I thought he did, which was head inside with his birthday goodies. So once I thought he was out of the way and the driveway was cleared, I started pulling into my spot on the driveway. As I was pulling in, I was still thinking about the door, making sure it didn't hit anything. And then I was like kind of smiling at my husband on the driveway and waving at my other son. And just as I was about to pull my car into park, my husband started waving his hands frantically and yelling at me to stop. And he typically does not yell at me. So I know that if he is yelling at me over something that it's very serious. Okay. So I started panicking and turned my car off and jumped out. And then I heard what he heard, which was some crying. And not just like a little itty bitty cry, but it's the kind of cry that means something is really wrong. So we followed the sound of the crying and back behind my rear passenger side of my car was my little boy laying in the grass and I had completely run over his leg and foot and ankle in my big, heavy Suburban. So you guys, he is okay, thankfully, but we were all very scared, all right? I took him to the ER and we did x-rays and his leg is all bruised, but he will be okay, all right? He's still limping around and he has a really good attitude about his leg hurting, but still trying to be able to do the things that he wants to do. Here is what I learned from this experience, okay? My focus was totally off in so many ways, all right? I was worried about the car door and the fact that my kid didn't shut it rather than making sure there was no one around me when I pulled in. I was also focused on myself after it happened and the mistake I made and feeling horrible about the whole thing and why he was there in the first place. And when I focused on those things, I wasn't showing up for him in the way that he needed me. Okay, I wanted to place blame and I wanted to figure out what happened and how did he even end up there? Okay, and when I was doing that, I could not be the mom in action that I needed to be, which was the mom to hold him and comfort him and get him to the ER and love him. Okay, I couldn't do those things when I was focused on being mad at him and myself. And now after that experience happened, I can totally choose to beat myself up and feel horrible about myself and tell myself, you know what, you're a horrible mom. Or I can choose to focus on all the little miracles that happened 
that day, like the grass being damp where his leg was so that when I ran it over, the grass moved all around his leg and absorbed most of the weight of the car. There's like a big divot in our grass where his leg got pushed down into the grass, which what a miracle that was to have damp grass in the little place where I park my car. Or the fact that this was a lesson that we needed in our family. And it stinks that we had to learn it this way, but I know that much more worse future incidents will be avoided because of this lesson and being grateful for that lesson. So if I choose to focus on all the things that could have happened, I miss out on being so grateful and appreciating that he is okay or being able to see the valuable lesson that was taught to all of us in our family. The horrible feelings that I felt during that time were ones so strong enough for me to remember that I don't ever want anything like that to ever happen again and just have this valuable reminder that accidents like this happen so quickly and I need to do everything in my power to prevent them. I just want you all to take a minute and think about what are you focused on in your life? Are you focusing on the annoying car door that has been left open by one of your kids like me, which can really be anything in your life that we don't like? Or are you focusing on not running over your kid, meaning the big things that really matter? If we choose to focus on the few people in our lives that don't like us, then we miss out on all the love that is currently in our lives. If we choose to focus on how our stomach doesn't look like a supermodel or people in the magazines, then we miss out on all of the amazing things that our body can do. If we choose to focus on what everyone else is doing on social media, then we miss out on our own life and the fun that we could be creating and the joy that comes from being ourselves. Your focus, you guys, it matters, okay? And whatever you choose to focus on, you will get more of it in your life. I have a little assignment for you guys this week, and that is to just make a list and write down what you want to focus on over the next few months, okay? And use this list to remind you whenever your brain tries to get off course because it likes to get off course and it will. If you go bowling, you have the option of using bumper rails that pop up so your ball doesn't go into the gutter, all right? And lots of little kids use these and these prevent the ball from going into the gutter on each side. So it's not so hard to knock down the pins. And when we use or watch someone use the guardrails during bowling, you'll kind of notice that the ball will bounce from side to side, go over here or will veer to the right, depending on kind of like how hard the ball is thrown. It stays in the lane. Even if it's like rolling along the guardrail the whole time down the lane, it still stays in the lane. And when the ball stays in the lane, the player is able for the most part, I mean, it can still go right along the guardrails and miss the pins, but for the most part, when the ball stays in the lane, it's able to hit the target, which is knocking down some pins. So I like to think of those guardrails during bowling as knowing our focus in life and training our brains to stay in our lane 
and keeping our eyes on the target. Knowing your focus is like having those guardrails in your brain. And it's not like with the guardrails, the ball goes perfectly straight or like right down the middle, but the guardrails protect the ball from going into the gutter. And that is what knowing your focus does for you. It keeps you on the path to not getting sidetracked or pulled away from the things in our lives that really truly matter or when we're bowling, knocking down the pins, okay? So what is your focus? Does it allow you to enjoy being who you are or show up in your life as the person you want to be? Is your focus helping you to reach your goals? Is your focus helping you to love those around you and yourself more? And is your focus helping you to make and create better relationships in your life? So stay in your lane, you guys, and keep your guard rails up and have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. If you are interested in any of my one-on-one coaching programs for teens and their parents, please visit my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com.